0: Convenient, coordinated, high quality health care. That's our focus. Keeping you up to date and informed. It's SMG Radio, brought to you by Summit Medical Group. Here's Melanie Cole.
1: The symptoms of a bacterial infection are very similar to the symptoms of a viral infection, but each requires different treatments. And knowing the difference between a bacterial and a viral infection can save you a lot of time and even money. My guest today is Dr. Soma Mandel. She's a Summit Medical Group internal medicine physician. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mandel. So tell us a little bit about, you know, in this time of the year, we're seeing the flu virus going rampant, but people are never quite sure whether they need an antibiotic, how do we tell the difference between a bacteria and a virus?
0: Hi, Melanie. In general, most colds and other respiratory infections are not serious for adults in good health. It's just the hassle of dealing with a runny nose, coughing, sneezing, fever, headaches, aching muscles, and inability inability to sleep. But knowing whether your infection is caused by a virus or a bacteria makes a difference in how it's treated. Well, the first thing to know is what is the difference between a bacteria and viral (coughs) infections. Bacteria are one-celled organisms that multiply by simple divisions, and they're linked to such respiratory infections like ear infections, throat infections, pneumonia, bronchitis, sinus infections, and whooping cough. Most respiratory infections, however, are caused by viruses rather than by bacteria. Viruses are some of the tiniest entities known. Unlike bacteria, viruses don't divide and they reproduce on their own. They're like little parasites. They take over the cell's machinery, and they force the cell to reproduce the virus in many numbers. They can cause infections like the common cold, the flu, and certain pneumonias and bronchiolitis. It is difficult for most people to determine whether you have a viral or bacterial infection, and that's where your doctor comes in to distinguish between the two. If you have a cold or cough, it's usually viral, but you should suspect a secondary infection caused by a bacteria if a fever recurs after the first few days.
1: So then what? You know, people are overusing antibiotics, Dr. Mandel, and, you know, maybe they have a cold, maybe they have the flu or virus, and they ask for an antibiotic. What do you tell them?
0: Well, it depends. Many respiratory infections, and which are usually viral, usually last seven to 10 days and don't need to be treated by a healthcare professional. Common home remedies can be helpful for these types of things, but if your symptoms are lasting for more than that 10-day period, then medical care should be sought. People who are at higher risk for these type of bacterial respiratory infections should seek medical care early in the course. Of the infection, So if I have a patient who comes in and they are having recurrent fevers well into the course of their upper respiratory infection, they can't breathe, they're having shortness of breath, they're bringing up uh, a lot of yellow or green phlegm or any blood in the phlegm, these are things that make me suspect that they have a bacterial infection rather than a viral infection.
1: So if somebody comes and they, you you might use a watch and wait with a virus, right? You will sometimes just tell them it, it's a waiting game. You just have to, you know, let it take its course. But if it's a bacteria, how long, do you ever play the waiting game or do you give an antibiotic right away if it's like strep throat or a urinary tract infection? Is an antibiotic right something you do or is there a watch and wait there too?
0: Sure. Well, in most offices, uh, doctor's offices, you are able to test for strep throat. So if I do see someone who has a fever, who has a headache, who has a very nasty looking throat, these are all things that make me suspect that they have a strep throat. And then I do a test called a rapid strep test in the office, which we confirm in the office with a throat culture as well. And in most of those cases, those patients need an antibiotic. Um, Most uh, sore throats, however, are caused by virus. And to distinguish between the two can be sometimes difficult. If you have a fever or any bad headache associated with that, those are reasons to seek medical help.
1: And then if it is a virus and it's going on for a long time, can it turn into a bacteria like, you know, if you've got a respiratory infection of some sort that's a virus, can it then become a bacterial infection that would need an antibiotic?
0: Certainly. Sometimes um, a viral infection can lead to a bacterial infection. And how that happens is a virus can weaken your immune system and damage the tissues, and that makes it easier for bacteria to grow and cause disease. So well into the course, like if if, if by the second week you're still having fever, you're having difficulty bringing up phlegm, um, you're having thick, what we call purulent sputum phlegm, those are reasons to see the doctor, and a lot in a lot of those cases, I do prescribe antibiotics.
1: Dr. Mendel, people cough or sneeze and it's green, and right away they say, oh, I've got a bacteria. Is that always the case? Is it always colored because it's a bacteria, or can viruses also have green or yellow phlegm as well?
0: That's a, a very good question. It's a question I get all the time, almost every day. So in general, mucus, um, when you're healthy, is colorless, and they're produced by these cells called goblet cells, which line the epithelium. At least, um the mucus as well as the goblet cells help protect your airways, and they produce a protein called mucin, and it basically, uh, when it attracts water, its job is to trap germs. Uh, dust, debris. Um, so it, it sort of cleans your system. But when you get an infection, whether it's viral or bacterial, the infection can damage the cells that line the airway. And uh, what happens is the viruses or the bacteria, um, in the course of killing the cells, which uh, are done by a certain type of white blood cell called a neutrophil, um, they release, the neutrophils release um, the certain enzymes called uh, myeloperoxidase of these enzymes and that's what gives the mucus that green color so i don't get too concerned when someone has a you know doesn't have a fever or isn't having any difficulty breathing or is able to bring up their phlegm and they have a green colored phlegm but if it's accompanied by those other signs or symptoms that makes me think okay they may need an antibiotic if i find that they don't have those symptoms i'm not inclined to prescribe an antibiotic right away
1: Bacteria can actually sometimes be beneficial, the ones we have in our gut, the good bacteria. Viruses are almost never beneficial, correct?
0: Um, there are uh, good bacteria that help with our digestion and give us protection um, as well. And most virus, viruses are pathogenic, yes. So, And when I say that, it, it they cause... Things like the cold, the flu, they can cause you know uh, sore throats, they can cause um, pneumonias and other respiratory illnesses as well. So viruses are not beneficial to us at all.
1: Let's speak a little bit about vaccines, Dr. Mandel. Vaccines as they come out, are they generally for a bacterial infection? Are they for these viruses, the flu vaccine, maybe even ones that aren't working as good as they should be working? What are vaccines doing for us for these viruses and or bacteria?
0: Well, what these viruses, uh, I'm sorry, the vaccines do, um, such as the flu vaccine, is um, they uh, take a part of that um, flu virus, and it's complicated, so I won't go into the whole science of it. And they make certain proteins, and those similar or the same as the, uh, the, the virus itself, they inject that into you, and so your body is able to produce the antibodies against that particular virus. So, in this particular case where the flu shot, um, is not covering a strain of that virus that is rampant in New Jersey, uh, what has happened is that that virus has mutated. And so the, the flu vaccine is not covering um, that particular strain. So there are vaccines that are available for bacterial um, illnesses as well, such as the pneumococcal vaccine. That's a bacterial condition. So there are vaccines available for that as well.
1: So in just the last few minutes, Dr. Mandel, give us your best advice on, you know, dealing with a bacteria or a virus, some good home remedy information, things that we can do at home to help treat it if we do have a really bad virus and why people should consider coming to Summit Medical Group for their care.
0: Sure. Uh, It's really a weight game. So even though antibiotics don't help you recover from a viral respiratory infection, There are ways that you can speed recovery and feel better. If you smoke, stop smoking. Stay away from people who smoke. If the air is dry at home, add a humidifier at home. You can use an over-the-counter nasal spray, but no more than two to three days, as it can cause things like rebound congestion, which can cause further issues. For fever, for any discomfort, you can use over-the-counter Tylenol or Motrin. Um, And then, you know, don't blow your nose too hard. Drink a lot of fluids. And you can use, uh, you know, warm towels for any kind of facial discomfort. Most important thing to avoid spreading germs to others is to wash your hands frequently, especially if if you are in frequent contact with others, and this will help stop the spread of an infection.
1: Thank you so much. It's really great information. You're listening to SMG Radio, and for more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com. Let's all take care of ourselves and feel better. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.